Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Genesis 26. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray that you would make a place for us, that we would rest in your promises, that we would have that relationship with you, and know that you will work things out. We ask this through Jesus. Amen. Genesis 26. Now there was a famine in the land besides the former famine which was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines, to Gerar. And Yahweh appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Dwell in the land which I will show to you. Dwell as an alien in this land, and I will be with you and will bless you. For I will give all these lands to you and to your descendants, and I will establish the oath that I swore to Abraham your father, and I will multiply your descendants like the stars of heaven, and I will give to your descendants all these lands, and all nations of the earth will be blessed through your offspring, because Abraham listened to my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. So Isaac settled in Gerar. When the men of the place asked concerning his wife, he said, She is my sister, for he was afraid to say, My wife, thinking, The men of this place will kill me on account of Rebekah, for she was beautiful. And it happened that, when he had been there a long time, Abimelech, the king of the Philistines, looked through the window and saw, Behold, Isaac was fondling Rebekah, his wife. And Abimelech called Isaac and said, Surely she is your wife. Now why did you say, She is my sister? And Isaac said to him, Because I thought I would die on account of her. And Abimelech said, What is this that you have done to us? One of the people might easily have slept with your wife. Then you would have brought guilt upon us. Then Abimelech instructed all the people, saying, The one who touches this man or his wife shall certainly die. And Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. And Yahweh blessed him. And the man became wealthier and wealthier, until he was exceedingly wealthy. And he possessed sheep and cattle and many servants, so that the Philistines envied him. And the Philistines stopped up all the wells that the servants of his father had dug in the days of Abraham his father. They filled them with earth. And Abimelech said to Isaac, Go away from us, for you have become much too powerful for us. So Isaac departed from there and camped in the valley of Gerar, and settled there. And Isaac dug again the wells of water which they had dug in the days of his father Abraham, which the Philistines had stopped up after the death of Abraham. And he gave to them the same names which his father had given them. And when the servants of Isaac dug in the valley, they found a well of fresh water there. Then the herdsmen of Gerar quarreled with the herdsmen of Isaac, saying, The water is ours. And he called the name of that well Esek, because they contended with him. And they dug another well, and they quarreled over it also. And he called its name Sitna. Then he moved from there and dug another well, and they did not quarrel over it. And he called its name Rehoboth, and said, Now Yahweh has made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the land. And from there he went up to Beersheba. And Yahweh appeared to him that night and said, I am the God of your father Abraham. Do not be afraid, for I am with you, and I will bless you, and make your descendants numerous for the sake of my servant Abraham. And he built an altar there 
and called on the name of Yahweh. And he pitched his tent there, and the servants of Isaac dug a well there. Then Abimelech went to him from Gerar, with Ahazath his friend and Phicol his commander. And Isaac said to them, Why have you come to me? You hate me and sent me away from you. And they said, We see clearly that Yahweh has been with you, so we thought, Let there be an oath between us, between us and you, and let us make a covenant with you, that you may not do us harm, just as we have not touched you, but have only done good to you, and sent you away in peace. You are now blessed by Yahweh. So he made a meal for them, and they ate and drank. And they arose early in the morning, and each one swore to the other. And Isaac sent them away, and they left him in peace. And it happened on that same day, the servants of Isaac came and told him about the well that they had dug. And they said, We have found water. And he called it Sheba. Therefore the name of that city is Beer Sheba until this day. And when Esau was forty years old, he took as wife Judith, daughter of Beeri the Hittite, and Basimath, daughter of Elon the Hittite. And they made life bitter for Isaac and Rebekah. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In this chapter, we see the travels of Isaac. And it may not be in chronological order in that what happens in chapter 26 is after chapter 25. Chapter 25 introduced to us Jacob and Esau, but it may be that they were not born yet in the first part of chapter 26. There is another famine. A famine would generally be caused by lack of rain, which would mean less grass for the animals and poor crops for farmers. When this happened in Abraham's time, he went to Egypt, which didn't turn out so well. But God appears to Isaac and tells him not to go to Egypt, but to stay in the promised land. And God repeats the promises to Abraham, that Isaac would have many descendants, that they would receive this land, and that all nations would be blessed by his descendant. So Isaac stayed in the southwestern part of the promised land, in Gerar, and he lied about Rebekah and said that she was his sister. Unlike Sarah, no one takes her as their wife, but Isaac is found out when the king sees Isaac and Rebekah together. So Abimelech the king rebukes Isaac. It is sad to see Isaac repeating the sin of his father. This Abimelech is probably not the same king that Abraham lied to about Sarah, although it is possible. Abimelech seems to be more of a title than his unique name. Apparently, Isaac did some farming because it says he sowed and reaped 100 times as much and became even richer. So the Philistines pushed him away from them. They told him to leave, and they stopped up the wells, So he moved away, not very far, and they kept stopping up his wells. But finally, Abimelech comes to Isaac and asks for a covenant of peace between them. This reminds us of the same thing happening to Abraham. And his servants had just dug another well. So he calls it Beersheba, which means well of the oath. So God has finally given him a place in the land. Then this chapter ends with a note about Esau marrying two wives from the Hittites which make Isaac and Rebekah unhappy. This will be important in the next chapter, but the point here is that Esau is not thinking toward God. And now for a deeper dive. In this chapter, we see several things in Isaac's life that parallel Abraham's life. Really, Isaac is not a major character in Genesis, not like Abraham, but the stories here show how his life was like Abraham's. 
a life of faith in God, but not a perfect life. He made his mistakes too. Being second generation has its own problems. Abraham had great tests of faith, starting with leaving his family and his land to go to a land God promised. Isaac already is in the land, so his tests of faith are a little simpler. And he starts out quite rich and gets richer. There was a lot of good in Abraham to emulate. But Abraham also made his mistakes. And we see Isaac repeating that sin about lying about his wife. So, how does this apply to us? Well, if you are a first-generation Christian who God called out of a life of sin, you may be more like Abraham, striking out and forging a path of faith. But if your parents believed in God and raised you to believe in God, then you may be more like Isaac. You have all of these great riches of faith handed down to you. You don't have to struggle as much to get them. But yet, you still have to make your own way. You have to look at the way your parents lived and decide if their ways are really right. Because no one gets it completely right. So are you just going to copy them? Or will you try to build on the foundation they built and get some things right that they got wrong? It is such a blessing to receive spiritual blessings from our parents. And yet, no generation can just rest on the faith of their parents. We all need to move forward with our own relationship with God. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.